Have you ever hit rock bottom? What did that look like for you? Tonight on Clutch, we discuss our rock bottoms and how we got back up again. Clutch by Real Girlfriends Across America. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know how to describe myself. We gotta give these ladies a makeover. Funny sometimes you feel like you're always on the show. I'm like, oh wow, that's really good to know. A lot of women experience some of them. Clutch has like a lot of different kind of interests. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clutch Real Girlfriends Across America podcast. I'm your host tonight, Annie. Real Girlfriends Across America is a company that has a foundation and mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. We are broadcasting Sunday through Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific time and 9 p.m. Eastern. We always want to hear from you, and we are always looking for fresh topics to discuss. Tonight, we have Phoenix and Corinne on the line, and we're going to talk about rock bottom. We're going to get a little personal, and we are going to start with a story from Phoenix, because I think it's important when we're talking about things like this, that we just tell it all like it is and tell the truth and share our personal experiences. So, Phoenix, why don't you get us started with a story about when you hit rock bottom? Hi. Okay. So, um, I think my hardest moment um, was about two years ago. Um, I've been married for 10 years, and it's been 10 very, very long, stressful, aggravating, hurtful years. And um, two years ago, I was pregnant with my last daughter, and it took me sitting in the hospital bed three days by myself um, to realize what was going on. I was I tried to kill myself. <clears throat> And I um, that's when I found out I was pregnant with my daughter. And God just really opened up my eyes at this. Um, I'm, I've always been very big, spiritually big, but when I lost my way, I, I forgot about God, you know. And um, sitting, in that, sitting in that hospital bed, um, I prayed so hard. And I was like, God, make me strong enough to please believe this man because I had, I already had three children, you know, I wasn't thinking about them. I didn't care. I was so involved with him and, 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 and trying to fix him. And, um, I was getting cheated on my kids and I would be left on our own for night in the house. You know, he wouldn't care. And I would just give him chance after chance. Like I believed in him so much. And so that night sitting in the hospital bed, um, finding out I was pregnant, just God was brought back into my life, and I prayed hard, like, God, please help me. Look. So since, so I, after that, <clears throat> um, I was getting my strength back, right? And I, I, I had the baby. Um, I knew what it was. Um, I wasn't going as insane as I used to, calling his phone and, you know, doing my normal routine and crying every night. Like, I, I was really getting involved with my, my kids more, you know. And um, one night, he did his little thing where he didn't, he, um, he didn't show up to the house again. And um, 3 a.m., I'm getting a call, and 
she got into a really, really bad car accident. And <clears throat> so bad that he wasn't he wasn't supposed to survive and he actually only walked away with a broken jaw. Um oh. but before yeah, so um he I get a call at three AM in the morning, he's screaming in the phone telling me like, Baby, I'm sorry, I'm they're trying to get me and I'm like, Who? And he's like, The police and I said, Why? Like what are, what 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 is going on? And He's like, um, I'm sorry, and he goes, by John Deere, and the phone hangs up, and John Deere on this side of town in Arizona is like out west in Avondale, and so luckily my cousin stayed the night, and I asked to borrow her car, and I started driving the hall, um, down the highway, <clears throat> and I seen my car, and it was hit by a semi, and oh, wow. um yeah, and I, I went to the closest hospital, and luckily it was the hospital he was at, and I walked in that room, and I excused the nurses and the doctors from that room, shut the door, and I looked at that man while he was asleep, and I said, you know what? I said, as soon as I get the strength to be able to leave you, you go and do this. Now you need me by your side. I couldn't leave him like that, but I didn't want to be with him. Right. Um, but because he is the father to my children, he almost lost his life. You know, I was going to still be there for him until he healed because I knew during that time of his healing, he was going to need me the most. He was going to crave me. He was going to want me. And I told him, this will be the last time we make love. This will be the last time I say, I love you. This will be the last time we will live in the house. Like however, how a lot, however long this will be, the, however long it takes you to heal, this will be the last time I will ever deal and be there for you because I knew he was going to change. I knew he was going to go back to his old ways after yeah. You know, he, he felt better. And sure enough, months later, you know, I was enjoying these last moments with him. He didn't know what I had planned. He didn't know that I had the strength to be able to serve him divorce papers. Um, every day I just kept going to God, and I was getting into my music. Um, so the past two years I got into music, and I was praying, and, you know, God just really got me out of my shell. And then it came down to where he started acting different again. I knew that feeling. I knew something was coming. God was telling me. He prepared me for the signs, and sure enough, I got the signs, and my husband was planning on cheating on me again after we were at our highest moment. And I said, oh, no. I said, you are not bringing me down this time. And I served him the papers, and I got the strength to be able to do that. And since then, I've been able to be a woman and be myself and be who I am and be a godly woman at that. And I was able to recover from that. So. Even though I'm struggling as a single mother right now, oh, Lord, I would rather struggle and go through this stress than go through a stress through another man ever again. You know, there's more to yeah. that story, of course. It's very short. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah. Well, maybe it, we it, get, it you know, a lot well, of strength. There's many, there's many topics that we can get into more of that, but there's so many things that I want to touch on from what you said alone because – you know, you hit a lot of points that, um, you know, basically the only, the only, you know, statistics or whatever I want to throw out there is that, you know, coming back up from the bottom can mean something different for every person. Um, some people are stubborn like me, you know. Um, it took a lot, a lot, and I'll get into my story later. You guys have heard some of it before, but it took a lot for me to finally come to, you know, to, to surrender to, um, you know, my my definition of God uh, may not be the same as somebody else's. I believe that we all believe in you know, something of the same sort, you know, but that doesn't matter. The whole point is that you have to believe in something bigger than yourself. And and that right. is where, like, 
you know, you have to have that great balance between self-love but also surrendering to something that you can't control. And there's a lot of power in that, right. and it took me a really long time to realize that. And, and everybody's bottom can look different. I mean, a divorce can, can create someone's bottom. If there's a woman who has been in a marriage where she stayed home and took care of the children and did not work, and all of a sudden her husband or whatever, and she's stuck with a divorce and she doesn't have any idea what she's doing, or if, if either the woman or man start doing drugs and drugs completely ruin the relationship, um, any accidents yeah. like you touched upon, an accident can impact the relationship because you were ready to leave, but, but, you know, hats off to you for sticking around when you knew that, you know, that's a form of, of, of love that, that is um, unconditional for somebody you created children with. And that's something that everybody should have to create children with someone. Uh, right. And then, you know, people will, will hit rock up bottom if they lose a loved one, whether it be to death or divorce or or just circumstances, um, loss of a job. Um, people like me who is a workaholic, if I lose a job that's my well-being, that really hits me for hard. Um, so for right. everyone, it looks different, you know. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, Corinne, uh, Corinne's on the line with us, and I want to hear, Corinne, your story of when you hit rock bottom and, and what happened and how you got through it. Real Girlfriends Across America is on Patreon. Please follow us at patreon.com forward slash Real Girlfriends Across America. We strive to bring good content and we appreciate every show of support. Your donation could make a world of difference. Thank you for listening and all that you do. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. Hi, this is Annie with your trending news for September 8, 2020. It's the end of an era. Keeping up with the Kardashians is officially ending after 14 years. Who will we keep up with now? I personally have never watched this show, but many have. Keeping up with the Kardashians will air its final season in 2021. Kim Kardashian West announced on Twitter on Tuesday. After what will be 14 years, 20 seasons, hundreds of episodes, and numerous spinoff shows, we are beyond grateful to all of you who have watched us for all these years. She wrote in a statement, through the good times, the bad times, the happiness, the tears, and the many relationships and children, we'll forever cherish the wonderful memories and countless people we've met along the way. All right, well, welcome back. Um, Corinne, are you out there? I want to hear your story of your rock bottom and how you dug your way out. I am here. Um, I... Have I mean I guess my situation uh, I'm not I guess as vocal and sharing as you know your Phoenix may be um, but a time when I I guess was rock bottom is when I was in my last relationship my second marriage and I decided to leave that situation just because uh, I felt I felt isolated um, and it just wasn't. Uh, a good uh, situation, um, and I felt like I was just in, you know, in a rut 
at during that time. And, you know, it's not it's not an easy situation any time that you have to leave. Uh, you know, a lot of us that find ourselves in these in these predicaments are, are what they you know are at least mildly codependent people. I know that I had to come to terms with the fact that I was codependent. Um, I grew up with an alcoholic mother, and so I was always trying to to attain her her uh, approval and and do better and do gooder or whatever I could do um, to either be away from the house or make her proud, which was never attainable, really. Um, and just until about a few years ago, after my life completely changed, um, was I able to let go of that and realize because there's nothing worse than a feeling. Um, well, there is things worse, I can tell you, but it's a pretty shitty feeling to to want and need this love from someone who is supposed to love you and need you and want you in their life. Um, and you're expected to have love from that person that does not give it the way that, that everybody else says and portrays that it's supposed to be given. And I wasn't given that. Um, I grew up taking care of myself a lot because I was a military brat. My father and my stepdad and the father figures in my life were always gone because they were out with the you know, army, military, doing whatever they had to do. And my mother was drinking. And um, and so I grew up kind of trying to, to learn things on my own. And I just became very independent in that way. But I also learned how to do things differently because of that. Um, and so I still come into contact with people who, who look at me like, why are you doing it that way? And, I'm, and my opinion is, if it ends up with the same result, who the hell cares how you got there, you know? <laughs> so, Phoenix, what do you say about what was, would be the first thing that you would say advice if somebody hit rock bottom, what's the first step that you would take or tell them to take? Honestly, you know, I actually talk to a lot of women on a daily basis about stuff like this, and it honestly depends on their situation. Um, Not everybody can have the same answer, but if I could give everybody the same answer, I would tell them, you know, you, you really need to go with your instincts, and we forget that a lot. And most of the time our instincts are right, especially for women. We have, God has given us power to be able to feel things, and we don't always go with what we feel. Oh, absolutely. We always because we're always trying. We we always want to fix what's wrong. You know, we're always trying to fix what's wrong, and sometimes what's wrong isn't always in the hands of our help. And sometimes what's wrong is us needing to leave that situation. So I would definitely right. tell them, like, take some time for yourself, learn who you are as a person, and come in tune with yourself. And, and, and so that you can love yourself. So then when the time is right, you're going to know what love is. You're supposed to. So you'll know right. how to love and not only how to love, you'll know what love feels like. You'll know what kind of love is wrong and you'll know what kind of love is right. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. You know, my advice would be that you need to realize, especially as women, that you are never alone. Like even if you think that you have, pushed away everybody that that loves you or that you love even if you think that you have nothing and no one else that is not true because women are a band of of like bandits or whatever the hell you want to call us there's always some kind of crazy support group or some kind of shit that you can join in on you're going to find a woman that wants to talk and that will be your friend just because they've been through what you've been through and that's one great thing about women that I have to say that I'm very grateful to be a woman is that I know that there's always a way that I can reach out, especially with social media and all these crazy things that we have access to these days. But there's someone out there that's been through what I've been through and that more people are willing to share those things nowadays. So, Corinne, what about you, honey? 
say uh, definitely I would um I would what both of you ladies said to follow your intuition and and definitely just um if you need to uh, join a support group and speak to other ladies and just try to get strength and you know have discussions like we're having now to try to get you know advice from other people that's going through something that's similar to what you're going through. Um, definitely follow your intuitions because sometimes your intuitions definitely save your life. Right. You know, and it's crazy with all this stuff that's going on nowadays, like it blows my mind that so many things can happen that are evil and bad that, that nothing brings, you know, nobody brings light to them until something major happens. Do you know what I mean? Like recently with all these, all these uh, save our children that's been out lately and, and, you know, this, this stuff has been going on for years apparently and none of us had any idea. And now this light has been drawn to it. Right. And I think that if we all speak out a little bit more um, and we all keep our eyes open a little bit more and watch out for each other, then maybe we can put a stop to at least a percentage of it because there's always going to be evil out there and we need the good to fight that, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree with that 100%, which is why it's so important for me, I feel like, to be doing this with you guys. Yes. Yes. You know, I I used to – I remember (laughs) – We've talked about this before, you know, um, I've made my mistakes in life. And I remember we talked about how I was a dare role model in high school. Um, and then I, you know, I moved on in life and I, and I've fallen susceptible to many things in my life, including men, including, uh, illegal illicit drugs, uh, including homelessness. Um, and, and these days I try to really learn from, from my past mistakes and, and, you know, my even my main priorities have changed because thank God I'm still alive and I'm to be to be blessed to move forward. Um, but sometimes I look back at the things that I've been through and there's people that go through those things and they think that they can't make it, but I promise you, you can. Um, I'm a victim of abuse. I'm a victim of rape. I'm a victim of uh, oh God, uh, you know, uh, alcoholism, trauma, PTSD, and. 44 years old and I'm living a pretty decent life. And I'm, you know, I may not have a house on the beach, but I have pretty decent people in my life these days. And I'm, I am learning to love myself. The first thing that I think uh, for loving myself is accepting the fact that I can't, I can't change the circumstances around me. So Corinne, what do you think the first uh, bit of advice you have for people to just accept it as it is and move forward? Um, So what advice would I, give to people in order for them to come to grips of what happened? Absolutely. Um, I, I would just say, I, I, I guess, like, if you came to grips with something, that means you already, um, you know, have peace of mind about it. So, I mean, in order for you to have a peace of mind, I guess you have to really face your problem and face whatever the issue is. So, um, if you're facing like a abusive relationship, you have to figure out a way to get out of here. If you're abusing yourself, you have to figure out why you're, you know, doing whatever it is that you're um, just causing you to abuse yourself. If it's either physically or, or chemically or whatever it is that you're doing to um, damage yourself, you just have to figure out the reason why you're doing this and, and try to seek help whatever way you've to be fit or maybe you know you have to force yourself to seek help in whatever way but um it's important for you to go ahead and acknowledge the problem and then try to rectify it and seek help for it 
No, you know, it's funny that you say that. I was, I, um, I'm a Goodwill shopper. I thrift shop because I have to wear a lot of black clothing for work. And I just found this shirt the other day that I got, and it said love over fear. Because I, I like those, you know, sayings on your T-shirts. Um, I have one that says drop and give me zen because I'm a yoga girl. But, uh, but this last one I got said love over fear. It really kind of sums that up is that, you know, Whatever that love looks like, whether it needs to be loving yourself, loving your family, loving your uh, your surroundings, loving whatever you need to love, you need to do that over fear in any situation because I think that fear drives a lot of us into doing what's wrong. So, Phoenix, what do you got to say about that? You know, I, I totally have to agree with what she just said. It's just, or even just... You know, you summed it up, the whole love over fear, which is so, so true. But a lot of the times, you know, women don't know what that love feels like, like I said, you know, or sometimes they don't even know how to give it. So it, it, but the fear part, sometimes it's okay, I feel like, to accept the fear that might come behind certain doors if it's going to better yourself as a person and a lot of us are afraid because we're so comfortable with what we're used to and we get that fear like you said of being alone or being being um in a in a place where you're just not sure of but if you're able to you know get out of that fear and understand that there's something better on the other side of that door for you you know just do it (laughs) do it right do it. If you talk about certain visions, if you are seeing visions, those are your visions for a reason. Those are visions you need to accomplish. Don't turn around right. and say, oh, no, I can't. Do it. Do it. Absolutely. No, it's funny because, um, you know, I'm the perfect example for that because I spent my so much of my life trying to please other people and and just work to pay the bills that I never knew some talents that I had. And I found out I was an, I'm an artist. I paint, and I had a couple exhibits, and I've been uh, invited to do things in, in other countries, honestly, which is insane. And I never knew because the people that were surrounding me, even my family, um, were not supportive of, of chasing your dreams or even looking into the fact that I was an artist. And that's crazy to me, you know, Um so I'm this big advocate for it's never too late to shine. It's never too late to figure out what you're good at and what you can you can succeed at. And sometimes we have to hit rock bottom because because all these other other bad negative things are trying to drag us down. And we we get selfish and, or not selfish really. We just think that um, that we don't deserve better. And that is not the case. We need to be selfish is what it really is. We need to understand that we have to be able mm-hmm. to make ourselves happy to be able to love ourselves mm-hmm. first before we give any of that good out to somebody else. And that's the whole idea of karma, really. Yes, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. Well, Corinne, what do you have to say about all that? Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, I think that, you know, just like Tina said, you just need to do it. <laughs> if you have a vision about something, definitely take the action and, and, you know, go after it because, you know, if you don't go after it, then it's either going to be up for somebody else to grab or you're going to be kicking yourself in the ass later about it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So if you could, ladies, don't have anything to add tonight, that's about all I had. I just wanted to keep a little personal of the night because I think sometimes people need to hear the fact that we all go through um, especially with this pandemic going on, 
You know, um, there's there's a lot of people that are not only getting hit by the loss of jobs because of the pandemic or, you know, everything starts back up again, um, but we also get hit by those mental health issues or divorce or, you know, some of these people that have had to spend way more time with their spouses and realize they don't even like each other anymore. You know, that kind of thing is happening these days, and, and we need to stay honest and open with ourselves and realize that it's not always a bad thing. Like, there's always a brighter future if you work for it. Yes. I agree. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for calling in tonight. Thank everybody for listening. And I cannot wait until next time. Tomorrow we're going to have another great topic. Make sure you join us Sunday through Thursday. Uh, we are always broadcasting from at 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern. As always, I want you to have a peaceful and prosperous night, my friends. Thank, thank you. you, Queen. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, touch on to your best friend and stay tuned. <laughs>